Podcast Answer Man, episode number 310. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Ray Edwards from RayEdwardsPodcast.com. And you're listening to the man who not only teaches other people how to podcast, but has produced well over 3,000 of his own podcast episodes. Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, there's something that we can all do to take our show to the next level, even if you haven't recorded that first episode. That's right, my friends. Let's take everything we do in our lives to the next level. And one of the things that I've decided to do recently to take things to a next level is to create my own very personal, official vlog. That's right, a vlog, a video blog. Uh, I'm, I'm using YouTube more frequently now and have decided to fully embrace that and to get my YouTube on I'll be talking more about why I created a vlog and how I'm going to be doing it in this episode. And also, I'm going to be sharing with you in our social media segment, I'll be joined by Eric J. Fisher, and we're going to talk about five different ways that as a podcaster, you can utilize YouTube. And I want to start things off, however, by giving you my personal plug of the week. Also, I have a little bit of a tip for a application you might be interested in for the Mac for subscribing to podcast. All of that and more in this episode for sure. Anyway, let's get things started with that personal plug of the week. This week it goes out to the backstage pass with Brian Kane. Now I want to just go ahead and play the first minute of his most recent episode to give you a feel for his intro and I'll just tell you that this is a Christian hip hop music podcast, a behind the scenes kind of access to the Christian hip-hop music scene and the artists there. So here's what it sounds like. Mic check, mic check, one, two, y'all ready? Are, are you ready? Are you ready to go backstage? Let's go! Welcome to Backstage Pass. Real artists, real hip-hop. This is the show where we get behind the scenes with real hip-hop artists and real hip-hop. And now, your host, the man known as The Shadow, Brian Kane. And hello, it's Backstage Pass. My name is Brian Kane. I am The Shadow. Thanks for joining me today. Once again, we have an incredible show. It's going to be absolutely amazing. We're going to be getting behind the scenes with Still Trill Christians, chatting with them, hearing a little bit more about their music, and why they do what they do. All that good stuff behind the scenes and everything. We'll be talking with three of the four today. And uh, I, I hope you I hope you know that on Tuesday they came out with their mixtape Before the Throne as a little bit of a teaser to their upcoming album June 11th called Kings. And it's free, by the way. Free mixtape download. It's incredible. Well, there you go, my friends. That's what it sounds like. Absolutely awesome production value. Brian is doing an amazing job. And he recently sent me this email. 
He says, hey, I hope that you're doing well, Cliff, and that you have an awesome podcasting A to Z class going on. I was trying to find people to join your course, but I haven't had any bites just yet. Uh, I'm still asking around, and hopefully I'll have a couple for you for the next session in July. Uh, great continued job on all of your podcasts. I'm still listening and enjoying them every single week. I wanted to share an update on uh, Backstage Pass. I hope that you have been enjoying it, assuming that you've even had time to listen. And yes, Brian, I've checked out a couple episodes and have enjoyed them. Uh, We'll be recording our 10th episode next week. Backstage Pass has also got the attention of of the head honcho of the largest network in the Christian hip-hop industry. And he liked what he heard so much that he invited me to syndicate the Backstage Pass podcast on his network. Since then, I've been able to broadcast on his radio station slash network, and we have had some incredible connections with the artists. It's branching into an opportunity to write reviews for albums coming out and being a part of the industry as a whole. It's still in the beginning process of working everything together, but so far, so good. You know, I don't have the insane amount of downloads that some of my classmates are already getting, but I'm averaging somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 70 downloads per episode, plus however many people are listening to the broadcast on the radio network. It's been extremely exciting and neat to be able to help these artists get their message out and bless listeners with their songs. I've had a couple of listeners specifically reach out and say how much of an encouragement this show has been to them and how these artists' stories have been so real, so intense, and so encouraging as to God's redemption and how they were encouraged in their lives and their faith. That's the nutshell anyway. Not sure if it's the life-changing moment report, but still very encouraging. Just wanted to pass on the good news. Hope that you are well. Brian, that is extremely exciting. Uh, to get as a as a piece of feedback. And you know what? 40 to 70 downloads on a podcast that's just getting ready to hit its 10th episode is really awesome, uh, especially for such a targeted, narrow niche. And look at the opportunities that with only 70 subscribers right now, on average, look at the opportunities that have already come for you to be able to be a, an, a participant of the official industry. I think that is just simply amazing. And I I can congratulate you for it. And it's just one of of many examples of the wonderful things that podcasting can bring into our lives. And so thank you for sharing that story with me. And if you guys want to check it out, uh, it's Backstage Pass Podcast. I created a link that makes it easier to to get to his site so you can get directly into it. It's podcastanswerman.com slash Backstage pass again. That's podcastanswerman.com slash backstage plat. Pa- pa- easy for me to say. Backstage pass. And if you go there, tell Brian Kane that you heard about him from the podcast Answer Man. And be sure that if you like the show, to give him a five star rating in iTunes and leave it, leave him a nice written review. Hey, mention he mentioned uh, the podcasting A to Z course, and it is going extremely well. This is. Uh, I've been working around the clock creating brand new tutorials that have never existed before. Um, I, I told you guys uh, a long time ago that the rate you know, has doubled for the cost of the course, uh, but the, the students that are going through the session now uh, will tell you that, uh, wow, there's some, there's some amazing content there as far as the new tutorials. In fact, one of the tutorials I just wrapped up is called The Podcaster's Guide to Recording Co-Hosts, Guests, 
and telephone interviews. This has been something that's on my to-do list forever. It may uh, uh, it may eventually make it into a product that you can buy uh, one-off, but it is not currently available that way. This tutorial and as well as the other tutorials that I've uh, created are currently only available to podcasting A to Z students. That's really my main focus right now. But uh, wow, things are going really great. And this right here, that what I'm about ready to say is a message to any student who has ever gone through podcasting A to Z. I need you to listen really close. I have created an official podcasting A to Z alumni Facebook group. It is a closed group. Uh, it is only available to people who are alumni from podcasting A to Z. If you are listening to this podcast episode and you have gone through podcasting A to Z and you want to participate in an online discussion forum in a Facebook group uh, that is only with other members of the 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 alumni of podcasting A to Z, then what I want you to do is just send me an email uh, with uh, the subject line alumni group, all right? I just the subject line alumni group and I will then uh, email you back with the details of how you can get in. Just real quick, want everybody to know, um, well, you know what? Just email me and I'll, I'll have some details for you. So again, just uh, cliff at podcastanswerman.com and put alumni group in the subject line. And again, this is only for members of who of the uh, podcasting A to Z alumni. You've gone through that four weeks course in the past. All right. And oh, by the way, for those of you who are in the existing podcasting A to Z course, please don't send me the email. We'll cover that in week four. Uh, it is the final thing that we're going to uh, to talk about in our in our last week together. Alrighty, uh, one application I just got notice of today is Instacast for the Mac desktop. Now, I have not tried this out, but um, it seems that Instacast has released an application that is much like their iOS application for subscribing to and managing your podcast subscriptions. And I hear it's pretty good. Uh, that I, I heard that in the beta, there was a couple uh, issues with some syncing between the devices because they have their own syncing ability between uh, devices. But I hear that that's been worked out with this official release of the application. Now, I have not tried this myself. I just read about it this morning. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that this is there. Now, I'm going to click the Buy Now button to see if it tells me how much this is. It looks like it is uh, for OSX. It is $15, or you can get a family pack, which is valid for every person living in the same household. Businesses are not eligible, so $20 if you want to have a license for everyone in the house, or $15 for yourself. So basically, what this allows you to do is you could, from my understanding, is that if you're using the Instacast application and you're subscribed to shows and, and you want to actually listen to some of the shows while you're at your computer desktop, you can do that. Uh, I'm surprised that Apple has not really made this a lot easier, uh, but I would imagine that's going to come. I don't know if I'm going to try Instacast. I've heard good things about it. I heard Downcast is better, but I don't believe Downcast has a desktop application. Um, so probably for me, I'm going to stick with the Apple iOS application. I kind of have gotten used to it. It works good. It syncs between my iPhone and my iPad mini. 
no problem at all. And I really don't see myself needing to listen to uh, a podcast from the desktop. I always have my iPad or my iPhone right with me, and I could always listen to it that way. So uh, even while I'm at my desktop. But I did want to mention this to you to let you guys know that this new application is available. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes. All right, so I told you that I have taken things to a whole different level by creating an official YouTube vlog. That's right, my friends, an official YouTube vlog. Now, I've been a member of YouTube since 2006, uh, and I used to record little bits of, you know, what you would consider vlog content uh, quite often. Back in the day, I was doing it with my built-in webcam uh, that was built into the like my Mac, my original MacBook laptop, one of those white plastic ones, and I, I used to have fun doing that. And and I used to carry around a little camera, a little point and shoot, and sometimes I would walk around and and record myself just having some thoughts. I, I'd record it while it was a blizzard outside, or somebody was shot in the neighborhood, or at least there was the news team in the neighborhood because there was reports of somebody being shot. Uh, so I used to do a little bit of you know unofficial vlogging, but I've decided that I wanted to create an official vlog, something that I want to do relatively consistently. Um, I haven't decided how often it will be. Uh, I would imagine maybe one a week, maybe a couple a week, maybe one every three or four weeks. I don't know. I, I haven't quite committed to how frequent these things will be, but I have. I have decided that I want to do some vlogging. And for me, vlogging is a way of um, giving a behind-the-scenes look into what's going on. Now, you could anything could be a vlog. It's just a video blog. It's, it's video posts. But for me, why do I want to do this? I want to give a behind-the-scenes look into what my life looks like when I'm not behind a microphone. You know, many of you follow me not just because of the technical stuff that I do here, but the, but you're, many of you are inspired by the way that I run my business or the way that I organize my life, the way that I uh, achieve so many different things and, and still am a husband and father and, and pull all this stuff off, sometimes not so well. Uh, all of that. What, what does life look like when I'm not behind the microphone? And a lot of people, thousands of people actually listen to a show that I have called Pursuing a Balanced Life. You can find that at pursuingabalancedlife.com. And in that show, um, it, it is really a, a good look into what my life is and what I'm thinking as I go out for walks, but it's just audio, which is great. People will listen to a ton of audio. They'll listen to an entire hour several times a week or once a week uh, of that show. And nobody will ever complain about how long it is. They listen to it in their leisure time when they don't need to be in front of a screen, and I kind of am joining them on their walk or you know for a long drive or airplane trip or something, and they enjoy listening to what's what I've got on my mind, and it is a lot of you know insight, a behind the scenes look into some of those things. But what I'm talking about is a video look. You know, I was watching Father Roderick, and that's one of the people who uh, recently. Uh, inspired this is that he's been kind of playing around with some vlogging and some video on YouTube and you know just watching him walk down a a, a a path right next to a bicycle path which is right next to a train track and watching trains drive by 
you know, it, it may seem very mundane. And I know Father Roderick is like, who's going to be interested in this? And I'm like, I'm interested in this. I like to see his world. I mean, he's such a good friend. I feel so connected to him. And I always like to see, you know, the buildings, the way that houses look. I like to see, you know, just different bits. I mean, it, it it's it's intriguing to me. And, and I feel more connected to him. So I want to give a behind-the-scenes look into what my life's like when I'm not behind the microphone, including when I'm not behind a microphone for pursuing a balanced life. I want to have, I want to give people the opportunity to see a little bit more um, intimately what my day-to-day life sometimes looks like and interactions with my wife and my kids when I have them uh, and stuff. I also, I want to build my YouTube audience. I, I want to take YouTube a lot more seriously now. So that's another reason why I want to do this. And also, uh, creating this content on YouTube allows me to uh, choose some of these vlog posts and put them as embedded videos on my website at Podcast Answer Man so I can actually drive more traffic to my, uh, I'm going to actually stop my video. I I just noticed my my iPhone camera is uh, telling me I have a low battery warning. So I'm just going to go ahead and stop that video. Anyway, so back here. Uh, by the way, I'm actually recording a, a vlog, uh, a segment of my vlog for uh, my vlog right now. And I was actually, I had my iPhone up on a little stand and it was watching me record. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was going to embed these on my video. There we go. Uh, these videos on my blog. And what it allow me to do is when I have a vlog that is let's say technical enough or at least closely related to something that somebody who follows podcastanswerman.com would be interested in, then I'll put that as under the category of blog on my website and post it there. And then I will, in my social media channels, link back to that video on my website, which drives more people to my website. Now, if I happen to actually share something where I show off an application or some other tip or trick that I think is valuable to you as the community that I really think, hey guys, you should check out this particular vlog post. And then in the podcast episode here, I can actually drive you to that specific page where it's at and say, hey, check this out. For example, if I I created my, if you want to see my very first episode of my vlog, go to podcastanswerman.com slash V001. That's, I, I'm pretty sure that's the address. Podcastanswerman.com slash V for vlog. So V001. And that will take you to that first vlog post. And now I'm telling you to do that. And if you do go and do that, you're an audio subscriber to my podcast. You may not frequent my website very often. Some of you may have never seen my website before. But now if you go to podcastanswerman.com, slash and I'm trying this out right now v001 you're going to you're going to maybe be on my website for the very first time or maybe you're going to be here for the first time in a long time and there might be something in my sidebar that catches your attention which is something super valuable maybe you're going to sign up for my mailing list which is extremely valuable to me to allow me to communicate to you when I have products and services that are are available for purchase so, so yeah, this so it's going to allow me to drive more traffic uh, to the website, which is always really good. It's the, my website is my home base. I always talk about this with my sti- my students and my clients, and and I've mentioned it here several times. Is that 
you know, your home base is what you own on the web. And that, for me, is podcastanswerman.com. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Um, somebody asked me, said, Cliff, you know, I thought, you, and it was one of my podcasting A to Z students, says, I thought you told us that you didn't think video content was a good idea, that you thought we should stay away from video content, that you didn't like video. And I want to clarify what I'm talking about here. When I'm talking about creating content to build a platform to get noticed in the noisy world, there are many reasons why I believe that audio podcasting is the single greatest investment you could ever make. In fact, get this, I have a video embedded on my site, and this is, if you have not heard this before, go to podcastanswerman.com, the number four, and then reasons. So podcastanswerman.com slash four reasons, and again, that's the number four. And then there is a, I think it's a 10-minute video that is four reasons why you should podcast, and it's specifically audio podcast, and it's four reasons why audio podcasting is the single greatest investment you can make to stand out in the online world. All right, so go check that out. And so, yeah, I do believe that audio is the single best way for you to get your message out, to gain a following. To give you an example, um, I put out this vlog post and I embedded it into uh, my discussion forum in my podcast mastermind. Now, these are my podcast mastermind. You, you will not find people. Well, OK, that's not true. There, there are a couple people who are not podcast mastermind members that are more closely connected and loyal followers. Uh, it, you don't have to be a podcast mastermind member to be the, my most loyal, connected fans or followers or friends or whatever. But but let's just say this, it's it's a highly engaged, totally connected group of people to the things that I do, my podcast mastermind members. Now, I posted this 10-minute first vlog post, and there were several people that says, wow, it's kind of long, you know, and, and I'm like, what? I mean, it's 10 minutes. It's not like the end of the world. I mean, come on. And and so, so the reason why I like video or audio is because you can do an hour. You can do an hour and nobody will ever question how long your podcast is as long as the content is valuable, as long as the content is good and stuff like that. But when it comes to asking somebody for 10 minutes of their screen time, it is a drawback. And of course, there are things you can do to make your vlog content, your video content more appealing. Father Roderick is doing some amazing things. I'm going to be uh, taking some hints and tricks, tricks and tips from him with camera angles and telling stories instead of just, you know, giving little brief updates. If I can, you know, I'm going to try to see if I can pull that off. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's my feeling is no, I don't hate video. In fact, this is one thing I say. When it comes to what is your main way to get your message out, I believe audio podcasting is the main platform. It is the best platform to get noticed in this noisy world uh, because it is the smaller haystack and all of that other stuff that I mentioned at podcastanswerman.com slash four reasons. Anyway, so I, I do believe that audio is the best, but I believe every single audio podcaster should have a written blog. Every audio podcaster should be making use of social media. Every podcast user should be creating some kind of video content. And in our social media segment today, we're gonna give you five 
ways that you can implement YouTube into your efforts. Now, if you're brand new into podcasting, just getting started out, forget about the video right now. That is, I do say that to my podcasting A to Z students. I do say that to my clients. Forget about video. It doesn't exist for you right now. Wait until you have at least two, three, four, maybe six months of creating consistent, valuable audio content before you start implementing YouTube and video and all that other stuff. That's my recommendation anyway. But no, I did, I've never said that I don't like video um, and that you shouldn't use video. I just believe that audio podcasting is the best investment for getting started to actually have that be your main platform. Um, Not for everybody, but for most people, all right? Now, why is there no podcast feed? You know, obviously, podcasting is not just audio podcasting. You can actually have a video podcast as well. Uh, So, will I have a podcast feed for my vlog? Will I have a separate feed? Well, you can subscribe via the RSS feed to my site if you want. Podcastanswerman.com slash feed will, in in any reader, will get you anything that I post on uh, on my site. Now, not every vlog post will make it to Podcast Answer Man, but if it does, you'll see it there. You could subscribe to my YouTube channel. By the way, my YouTube channel is podcast, or no, it's youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. And I'm going to see if, I, if I've if i done this. And if I haven't, I'll tell you what, let me pause for one second. All right, I just went ahead and created a special uh, short URL. So if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can. Uh, it is podcastanswerman.com slash YouTube. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash YouTube. And that will take you right to my YouTube channel, which by the way, I am looking to increase my number of subscribers there and and stuff. I want to gain more exposure for my brand, for my business, for for who I am and what I do and my message to the world. I want to I want to I want to branch out and be in other places. My good friend Pat Flynn says be everywhere. And I say I'm okay with be everywhere, but if you're going to be everywhere, be if you're going to be somewhere, be there. And by golly, I have neglected YouTube for a very long time. Even though I've been there since 2006, I haven't really been there. And now I will have a presence. And so I have created a playlist, by the way, for my vlog posts. And I will continue to build that that list as I, as I go along. So, uh, but why no podcast feed? Well, f- couple of reasons. Number one, it's it requires screen time anyway. So, I, you know, I I know I could make all the arguments for the benefits of being able to have this thing to deliver to you. But then there's the larger files. Um, you know, the video files are so much larger. Uh, it's real simple for me to record a bunch of different clips throughout the day, bring them into a video editor, export it as an MOV file and upload it to YouTube. So, not only would I have to do that, but if I had an RSS feed, but I'd I would also have to actually create a um, an iPhone or iOS version of the video, uh, encode it in a in a way that it actually would play on other devices. I suppose I could create such a version version that would play on other devices and then upload it to you that to YouTube. I, I guess that's possible. The fact is, it's just extra work. They're large files, and it's just not what I want to do. It's not the purpose. The purpose for me doing this is is really number one. I want I want to have a better YouTube presence. Uh, number two, I want to drive traffic to my website. 
Um, and so, yeah, if, if I actually put, if I do put the videos out into a feed, there's the possibility that, that, that nobody would need to come to the website. And it, it really is a strategy for me. I want people to frequent my website. I, it's just the plain and simple fact. So no, there's not going to be a video podcast feed of my vlog. Um, nah, just, just not going to do that. All right, so how am I creating the first the first uh, vlog post and actually the vlog post that I'm making today? I've been using my iPhone, and so I've I've had a couple of uh, folks ask me because I posted the camera that I am purchasing just for my vlog. I am actually cre- uh, buying a camera that is specifically for my vlog and nothing else. But here's the situation. I have an iPhone that certainly can do vlogging because, again, my first episode and my second episode both shot on an iPhone. Um, I have a Canon Vixia HFG10, which is like when I bought it was a $2,000 HD camera. Uh, and that certainly is potential. That I, I could have chosen to use that. Uh, it, it has the little thing that turns around. It would face me and things. The only thing is, is it records HVHACD or whatever that thing's called. Uh, it's a different format, and every time I drag the files in, I have to convert them over to MPEG-4 or whatever. I, I, you can tell I'm not a fan of video. <laughs> and, I mean, I knew it's just, it is a pain in the butt. But it's worth it to do what I'm trying to do. But, um, and, and not to mention the fact that, it, you know, that it's a bigger, actually, no, that I could use my HFG-10, but I chose not to. Um, I wanted something even lighter than that and uh, even more wide angle and, and such. So I'm not using that. Somebody asked me, why aren't you using the Canon 60D? The Canon 60D is a is a wonderful camera and I love it. However, it has a couple limitations. Number one, there is a 10-minute recording limit uh, in built into the uh, firmware. I, it might be 15 minutes, but I think it's 10 minutes. And I've heard two reasons for this. If you look online and search for time limit on Canon camera or Canon DSLR, uh, you'll find two different arguments. People say that it's because of import tax law and that if it can record more than such and such video, then it's actually a video camera instead of a a photography camera. And there's different laws for taxes. And that's why they built this in. Um, other people have said that no, you know, regardless of the taxes and laws and stuff like that, they also built that in as a limitation so that you don't overheat the sensor inside of the camera. I don't know what it is, but the fact is, is that I can't record more than 10 minutes. Now, the most of the time with a vlog, the way that I'm going to do my vlog, I'm not going to record more than 10 minutes at a time, except for the fact that um, sometimes I'll set it and forget it. Uh, and, and then I might record for 25 minutes but then only use, out of that 25 minutes, I might only use maybe a minute and a half of different parts of that uh, recording. But I do want the ability to record more than just that little tiny uh, 10-minute window that I can. Also, the Canon 60D is a heavy camera, and I plan on, uh, with the new camera that I'm getting, it's going to have a little pole that I hold and I and it'll extend it out in front of me like a little mini tripod, but it's just one pole that that allows me to kind of uh, film myself while holding the camera out in front of me. And I you know the Canon 60D is just too expensive of a camera and it's kind of heavy 
to be, you know, holding out on a pull like that. And so I'm not going to be doing that. Uh, why not use the iPhone? Well, many times I, I've wanted to actually do shots of me using my iPhone and showing off applications and how I'm using them to be productive in my life. And I can't do that because, well, guess what? I'm using my iPhone to film. And not to mention the fact that there's phone calls, text messages, and notifications. Oh, my. Uh, so uh, somebody in the chat room is saying, I think Mike's ch- in the chat room is saying, I should get a GoPro. And I may even have a, get a GoPro in the future as well to put like on my bike or something like that. But uh, the camera that I did choose to get is a Sony Cybershot DSC. That's, uh, let's see, David, Sally, Charlie. William X-Ray 50. So it's a DSC WX50. And and I didn't just get the Sony Cybershot DSC WX50. I got a special one. It is a complete real estate video kit from HD Hat. All right. I heard about this from Chris Perillo. He was a guest on This Week in YouTube. I've been following Chris for years, but I didn't know that he was doing vlogging until this recent interview. And he showed off this camera, which they have a custom super wide angle lens which means you can have this camera right in front of you and it's still you're you're still in the frame and with not having the you know with ha- with having a super light easy portable camera that doesn't actually show you whether or not you're in frame having that super wide angle lens is going to be really nice and so that's what I purchased if you want to see it yourself I have an affiliate link to it gspn.tv/hdhat Again, that's gspn.tv slash hdhat. That, my friends, is the camera that I am going to be. It will be my vlogging camera. And I'm so excited. I was initially bummed because I noticed that it also does that HD AVC or whatever format. Um, I think you guys know what I'm talking about. If you don't, it, it doesn't matter. Just know that whatever format I'm talking about, whatever it's called, you have to convert it to another format to be able to edit it on a desktop, or at least for my desktop and the applications I use. So um, I didn't like that, but I read somewhere that there is a setting inside the Sony um, DSC WX50 that allows you to change it to MPEG compression. And so I'm very much hoping that that is the case, otherwise I'll be very upset. And then I could have just used my, or my Canon HFG10 but uh, I'm pretty sure that I'll be able to just flip it over to uh, MPEG format and uh, just use the uh, SD card to drag and drop those files and be able to edit right away. That That is what I'm hoping for, and that's what I'm looking forward to. So there you go. Oh, and one other question people have been asking me quite a bit. Will I create a separate YouTube channel for this? And the answer is no. Uh, I've tried this before. I used to have, um, I've always had, YouTube.com slash Cliff EOTC, which, by the way, Cliff EOT stands for Cliff Encouraging Others Through Christ. Uh, That was before I had the username Podcast Answer Man or GSPN. That was uh, something I used as an online name forever. And so that's what I created my original YouTube name. Anyway, I I created that, and it was just personal stuff. And then I started doing business stuff. And if you go to PodcastAnswerMan.com slash YouTube, it will take you to that channel. And I kind of mix everything together. And lately, it's all been business. It's all been tutorials and been stuff like that. At one point, I did create a separate YouTube channel for Podcast Answer Man. It's at youtube.com slash podcast answer man. Please don't go and subscribe to that one. 
Uh, you can see a couple videos there. Uh, unfortunately, there's a couple of videos there with some significant uh, views listed on them, which I think is very cool for social proof uh, and, and stuff like that. And those videos are embedded on a couple different places. But I'm thinking about shutting down. I, I, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find the originals of those videos that I uploaded to that other YouTube channel. And if I can, I'll upload them to my my big YouTube channel, podcastanswerman.com slash YouTube. And I will shut down that other separate channel. I don't want a separate channel. I want one channel to rule them all. I can create playlists. You can subscribe to them. And yeah, it's possible that I may actually have, uh, you know, family vacation vlog post there. And the question is, would people be interested in that? And, you know, Chris Perillo was asked this question when it came to his locker gnome. You know, you can go to youtube.com slash locker gnome and, uh, Chris Perillo has has always done technology reporting and stuff like that, and he's he does very personal, non-tech related vlog posts all the time, and he says that his community loves it. It gives them that deeper connection and and stuff like that, and and that's exactly what I'm going for. Uh, and so you know I, I I'm following his lead and a couple and Father Roderick does the same thing. He's he puts everything into one YouTube channel. That I want one YouTube channel to rule them all. And, uh, you know, yes, there'll be some personal stuff there, but there will probably always be some angle within the personal story that has something to do with business, has something to do with productivity, has something to do with something that makes me who I am and therefore makes Podcast Answer Man and this business and this brand what it is. And, And that's my philosophy. That's what I'm doing. And that is my official vlog and what I'm doing to take my brand to the next level. All right, my friends, it is that time again. Another social media segment with my great friend and social media correspondent, Eric J. Fisher, standing by here. Eric, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing awesome, Cliff. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you here. And today we're going to be talking about something that I've been very excited about. We've actually talked about YouTube a little bit recently, but uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, go a little bit more in depth in this social media segment. What's the what's the topic for today? We're going to talk about five creative ways for podcasters to utilize YouTube. So, Eric, I have a question for you. Are you utilizing YouTube? No. Why not? <laughs> well, honestly, because of the fact that video is a little bit more involved than just plain old, oh, that's not the right word, but plain old audio, yeah. But as we've seen, obviously, audio people are more willing to listen to a longer audio file than they are a 10-minute video file. So Yeah, because I posted about my vlog in the Podcast Mastermind Forum, and it was funny. It's, it's a 10-minute episode for my first vlog post, and the folks are like, oh, man, that was 10 minutes a little bit long. And these are the same people who have never once complained when I uh, I actually release an episode of Podcast Answer Man that goes an hour and 17 minutes. I mean, yeah. literally, never once have I ever had a complaint. And you put out a 10-minute vlog post, a video, eh, it's a little bit long. <laughs> well, and, and I think part of it is is the unexpectedness of it. It's like, oh, if it's a two-minute video, cool. But, oh, it's 10 minutes? I, I actually don't have 10 minutes to watch that right now, so I'll watch it later. And and so it's just – it's the difference. For me, it's the difference between uh, the the mediums. 
Yeah. That's not saying video is not important. I actually did a lot of video work and a lot of study of video when I was in college. So well, very much want to do more with it. Well, you're probably aware then that creating video content is a lot more work. For example, uh, setting up camera angles and lighting. And uh, then, of course, not to mention the post-production process of putting it all together and putting it online. Exactly. But, but anyway, it can be worth it. And so today we're going to talk about, if you're a podcaster, there are five creative ways that we came up with off of the top of our heads as we were brainstorming via iMessaging uh, yesterday. Uh, five creative ways that you can utilize YouTube as a podcaster. Why yes. That, man, how I just said that. Why didn't we come up with that as a title? Anyway, uh, let's start with number one. What is number one, Eric? You can put your whole audio episode online, but you can put it up there with a static image or as uh, the accompanying slides to go with that audio. In other words, you know, do a do a video, a YouTube video of your audio version with visual aids attached. So have you ever seen anybody do this before? I have. And actually, I was considering doing it with a talk I did recently, but I actually want to uh, highly improve the talk a little bit more before I put it out there in that format. Have you ever consumed an audio podcast in that way before? I have once or twice. I, I would say that I probably have listened to a portion of such an uh, such a podcast where where somebody actually did take the entire audio, and I have seen it both ways. I've seen actually here's what I've seen. I've seen people who have just take, taken their audio, dropped it into a video editor editor, and then they just did like the album artwork, and that's yeah. what they have online. I've mm-hmm. also seen slides where they actually created a slideshow, a presentation. And and kind of gave a little visual element to the various different parts that they were talking about. And the third way that I have seen it done is I've actually seen some folks who had their entire episode transcribed and they hired their assistant, their virtual assistant, to go in and actually create text overlays on the screen. So basically it's it's black background with white text and as the words are being spoken in the audio podcast, the text is actually showing on the screen in sync with the audio. Yeah, that one. I have not seen that one before. I, I have seen the the slides that go with the audio. And I have seen the static image. The static image, honestly, I'd much rather just grab the audio version and go out for a walk than to sit there and have a just a dead static image while the audio is playing. So with this first option, what would be the benefits, do you think, of actually doing this uh, as a podcaster if, if you were to go through the trouble? Here's the thing. People aren't just audio learners and, and can learn through lecture. They also learn through reading as well as visual. And so I think by having the visual element to your podcast where, hey, if you want to go follow along with the slides to this episode, go to such and such and you give them the URL to the video. Um, that's a really great way for some people. There, w- Just like there are people who will not read blogs, there are people who will not listen to podcasts, but they may watch your podcast. Exactly. That is, that's possible. And of course, some people would say, well, why don't I just create a video <clears throat> podcast? And that, that very well could be. However, I still believe in uh, the power of audio podcasting because it doesn't require that screen time. My thinking behind reason number one is the fact that YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And so if you're creating all of this content, 
getting ranked in Google today, unless you have a lot of uh, very um, high connections to people who have authoritative sites that are linking back to you, it can be difficult for you to show up on the first page of results in Google for whatever keywords you might be talking about in your podcast episodes. It's easier to show up in, in iTunes, but certainly Google's the number one search engine in the world, and then the number two search engine in the world is YouTube. And so a lot of people will go to YouTube to find out information about how to do things or information related to whatever it is they want to look up. And if you have a podcast episode where that's in your title or your description or your keywords or tags in YouTube, there's a good chance that your podcast could be discovered. And chances are many of those people who might find your podcast this way don't even know what a podcast is. And you could create a little, you know, little clip at the end that you put at the end of every episode that talks about what a podcast is and how they can subscribe to it. Yeah, that's another excellent marketing option for this first step. All right. So number two, what's number two? You can record teaser trailers for each of your episodes. Have you ever seen this done before? I actually have not. I have seen this done once or twice, and I think it's a brilliant idea. Here's here's where, and of course, I don't have time to do it myself, but if I had a little bit of extra time, I could actually see myself getting behind the camera and say, hey, everybody, uh, in this week's episode of Podcast Answer Man, I talk about this topic, this topic, this topic, and this topic. Have you ever found yourself struggling with this? Well, I've got the answers, and all you need to do is go to podcastanswerman.com slash 308 and you'll find and listen to the episode there. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe to the podcast and iTunes. You know, just two-minute video. Yeah. And and then me just standing in front of the video or, or maybe sitting at my desk with the computer in the background and the microphone in the background showing that I'm a podcaster and all that stuff. And just take that video and embed it in, uh, as an update on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Google+. And chances are people, especially if it's one to two minutes, Pretty much everybody's going to click on it because they they like to see videos, especially when you're in it. Uh, they're following you, aren't they? They're friending you. Uh, so therefore, chances are, if you've got a one to two minute video, they're going to watch it. And I think this would be a great way to drive traffic to your podcast episodes. And wow, why am I not doing this? Well, you told me just a second ago you didn't have time to do it. Yeah, I know. But why am I not making time to do this? This makes sense. This is This is a no brainer here. Yes. All right. So maybe I will do this. I'm glad you could convince me of convincing you to do that. Exactly. What's number three on the list, sir? This is where you can record short informational videos that require a visual element, and you can use that as a lead-in to listen to the podcast for a more in-depth discussion. It's similar to what we just talked about with a teaser trailer. However, this is more of a conversation catalyst, as I would think of it, is, hey, have you ever thought of this, this, and this? And then work into, we're talking about that on this show here, and you link to the show, and then that's where they can go, and they can listen and comment and talk back. Exactly. And and my thought is that uh, this would be a little bit more of a long form, you know, minimum of five to 10 minutes, and maybe even, you know, 20 minutes. And this is could could be where, for example, as the podcast answer man, and I, my niche is podcasting and technology stuff, I could actually be doing a short video review of a piece of equipment showing all the buttons and the knobs and, and stuff like that and say, this is what I like about it. It's sturdy construction, a knock on it. You know, this is where you would plug in this cable and this do this and that. And it, it would be nice to have the visual of that. Uh, and, and then, of course, what I can say now, if you want to find out how this piece of equipment 
can be used and, and you know why I recommend using this in your podcast, check out Podcast Answer Man episode number 310 at podcastanswerman.com slash 310. There'll be a link to it in the description right below this video. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the side benefit is you could also um, do that same exact video and have the benefit of, again, people doing searches on YouTube and then being drawn back to your site. So you have that. But also one of our goals as podcasters, at least one of my goals, is to get as many of my audio podcast subscribers to come and visit my website every now and then. And so I could actually take that same exact video and then in the next episode of Podcast Answer Man, I could say, hey guys, I just created a video where I give you a visual uh, review of this piece of equipment and I show you all of the aspects that I like about it. If you want to see that, just head over to podcastanswerman.com slash whatever URL I choose, and it leads people right back to my website. So I'm bringing audio subscribers and and bringing them to the website, which then they can dig around and find other valuable information that as an audio subscriber, they may have never come across before. Yeah, exactly. All right, number four. What's number four? Number four is you can create YouTube video tutorials on how to subscribe to your podcast on the desktop, iOS, Android, BlackBerry, Windows Phone. I think that's everything. Yeah, there's, and I'm sure there are a few other options. In fact, uh, uh, I, I actually talked earlier in this episode about the, I think it's Instacast, that yep. uh, now has a desktop version of software. So you could, you could take all of these different options that people can uh, use to make it convenient for them to subscribe to your content, to have it automatically delivered to them, and you can just create a single page on your website that um, is how to subscribe to a podcast, and you create a little image on your sidebar that links to that, and then that page can be you know five or six different YouTube videos showing different options for subscribing to your podcast. And by the way, this should be on my to-do list as well. I, yes, it should. I actually, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash iTunes, I think, yeah, it is. Podcastanswerman.com slash iTunes. I did one of these in the past. And so I am practice. I have practiced what I'm preaching here, but uh, I, I need to certainly update it. That's, that's an old video and the old iTunes uh, software. And I wouldn't even recommend people use that anymore to subscribe to my podcast. I want to show them how to do it on their mobile phones. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the other things like I was going to ingest insert, sorry, here is that a friend of ours, Daniel J. Lewis, who does audacity to podcast. He actually did a great uh, instructional video. I just watched about how to make iTunes links for podcasts so that even if, you know, if you're on your iPhone and you find a link to a podcast, you click it and it opens up the actual iOS podcasts app right there directly to your, your, your podcast. So. Exactly. And so, see, you can use YouTube to create these kind of tutorials to help your audience can uh, to not only consume your content uh, more easily, more easily, is that, yeah, easily, yes. yeah, and also how they can share it more easily. All right, so number five, the fifth way that we can uh, basically utilize YouTube as a podcaster. What do we got? And we've touched on this one before, but you can definitely use YouTube videos as a short response to your community on social networks. Exactly. And we've talked about this before. Um, and, and I think we were talking about using a, a Vine to do this. Yeah. And the cool thing is, you know, you could actually use Vine in its six seconds uh, app 
And I, I don't know if it, I, I believe it does this by default, but if you record a Vine on your phone, it also records the little movie clip, to, you know, six second movie clip to your yes. uh, camera app. And so you can actually just sync that over or upload it right to YouTube and uh, and embed those videos as well. So those are five ways that podcasters can utilize YouTube to gain um, a bunch of different benefits there. It helps us in our search engine rankings because uh, more people are going to find us uh, as a result of searching in YouTube. It allows us to help uh, add additional value to our audience uh, as far as showing them how to be uh, more conveniently consume our content, giving them some of that information that that we're not able to do in audio form, but certainly we want to stick with our audio form as our primary mode of communication uh, because, number one, people will give you much more of their time without complaining uh, in audio. Uh, it doesn't require screen time, but uh, it would be nice occasionally to have those things that require visual elements. Uh, YouTube's a great way to get those online, embed them on your site, and drive more traffic. Love it, Eric. Absolutely love it. So with, with this conversation, do you think that you might take at least one of these options and, and do something more with YouTube moving forward? I think so. I uh, Honestly, again, it's one of those things where it's time commitment. But like you said, well, I don't have time for that. But why don't you? you got to make time. So I am going to make time to do, I think, two of these. Excellent. Which Do, do, you, do you know which two you think you might do? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the... I'm going to do a hybrid of the teaser trailer slash informational uh, lead in to the podcast. And then I'm going to try to start working towards getting the audio episodes online with slides to go with them. Excellent. Well, Eric, I appreciate you coming on the show here and doing our social media segment. If people want to find your podcast, uh, tell them where they can find your show and what's it about. It's called Beyond the To-Do List, and we talk to the people who are struggle with it day-to-day just like us and have breakthroughs just like we've had with lately with the 3030 app, and I have two great episodes that have been out there recently, one with John Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire on high-volume content creation, which is uh, beyondthetodolist.com slash 33, and then one with Robert D. Smith on motivation defeating fear and doing the work, which is 34. Awesome. Well, my friends, you can find all of that at beyondthetodolist.com. And also you can follow Eric on Twitter and Facebook with the username Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. Thanks again, Eric. Thanks for having me. Well, my friends, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Podcast Answer Man. Very YouTube and video centric. I bet you didn't expect that to come from the Podcast Answer Man. Ah, loving it. Anyway, my friends, I just want to say thank you to a few people who have used my Bluehost affiliate links to sign up for their websites. I should have looked this up. CBHStereo.com SeniorHealthyLifestyles.com GameDesignerChronicles.com Those three URLs were created and used to set up a hosting account with Bluehost. And the people behind them, as a result of using my affiliate link, I will receive a very generous commission check. Thank you so much for doing that. If you want my thoughts on web hosting and why I recommend Bluehost for most podcasters, not all, but most, 
and when I don't and do recommend Bluehost. If you want all that information, go to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. And uh, what else can I tell you about? Oh, by the way, Podcast Mastermind just added uh, a total of uh, three new members over the last week and a half. I'm looking here. We only have five spots open. Is that right? No. Yeah. No, five. So, yes, five spots left in the Podcast Mastermind. If you have any interest in joining, you want to learn more information, go over to podcastmastermind.com. Again, that's podcastmastermind.com. And, of course, I just want to let you know the next session of podcasting A to Z is now scheduled. And uh, let me just pull that up here real quick. That's at podcastinga2z.com. Again, podcastinga2z.com. And the next course will start on Monday, July 22nd, 2013. And if you want to sign up before July 1st, you can save $500. All you do is use the promo code EARLY500. That's EARLY500. You must sign up before July 1st. Now, this course I happen to know will fill up. There is a maximum of 20 students, and it will be sold out. I happen to have some speaking gigs come up, coming up, um, and I happen to know a couple people who wanted to get into the current session, but their summer schedule conflicted and will be signing up. So I already know for a fact that the July 22nd course will fill up. If you want to get in, sign up today at podcastinga-z.com. And again, use the early 500 promo code or discount code in the shopping cart. We'll save you $500 off only if you do that before July 1st. Anyway, God bless you all. Thank you very much. Until next time, I encourage you to do, to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast. It's a man.